So we find ourselves here on our final session of the Midos Hayom. Truly, we can say the opportunity to make it through this journey together. It's been a tremendous source of chizuk. And we're looking tonight at the final iteration of the Mida of Malchus, which is, of course, Malchus within Malchus. Monarchy, leadership within monarchy. So we've come a long way in understanding really what Malchus is all about as well. And we've seen a variety of different components of the Mida of Malchus. Specifically, we saw the idea of how a leader integrates the values and ideals um, of the people and actually creates a space within which the chaotic, innumerable aspects that otherwise wouldn't have coalesced and come to the shared power that they actually have, the melech is, is the individual who emerges and embodies the values and the entire collective consciousness of that group of people. And we've seen different aspects of this along the way. We most recently looked at how in Yesochev Malchus, the idea of what is the society, the collective consciousness of the Malchus based on? What are the foundational values that allow the entire edifice of the monarchy, of the society, of the system of thought to come together? What are the foundational values? That was Yesod. And furthermore, we saw the concept of how the Melech and how the Malchut in general, but as embodied by the Melech, needs to empower each one of the individuals and allow them all to find their footing along the same foundation that the Melech himself finds his role and identity within. Tonight we're looking at Malchus within Malchus. And I think what the first aspect to look at this, uh, to kind of analyze the, the issue itself, is building off of Yesod. We've seen so many times how Yesod and Malchus really go hand in hand. Yesod is the delivery mechanism by means of which the upper Midos are translated into, into reality, into Mamashut, which is the world of Malchus and the, the words of the Ramchal. The idea of Malchut is that there should be a reality down below, which is an expression of God's will. The very fact that it comes to fruition is Malchut. And so if we're looking at Malchus within Malchus, I think that the idea over there is that it's not just, as we've seen up until now, that each individual is critical within the society, within the system that the Melech represents. But the ultimate madrega of Malchut is to empower each individual within that system to then themselves become leaders of their own right. If we could say it in the simplest terms, then we'll, we'll build up that idea. And that is the idea that within a system, if a person is truly committed to leadership, if you're committed to the values, to the ideal that you are now leading an organization within, your goal should not be that all of the constituents within your organization stay as nice, loyal servants within your organization. If you're committed to the cause, then you want the constituents to head out on their own, to become their own leaders, to become representatives of themselves for a nuance or an aspect of the Malchut which becomes 
enlarged and becomes part of, of its own reality, breaks off, so to speak, into its own universe and becomes its own self-propelled source of inspiration and value for its own set of malchut, of creating its own domain. Now, I think on the simplest level, we have an amazing Sifri. The Sifri says in the name of uh, Rav Shimon ben Elazar, this is part of a larger discussion over there, but I think that this line is pertinent. Rav Shimon ben Elazar says, Gadol hamamlich o hamelech. Who is greater, the king or the one who bestows kingship? Who is actually the more powerful body of, of representation? Is it the king himself? Or is it that which allows the king to function as a king? And Rav Shimon ben Elazar's answer is that it's the mamlech. The one who actually gives kingship to the king is the one who holds more power. That's the greater position. And that level of malchut shiva malchut is that in as much as there is power to the king, there by necessity must be greater power given to the people. The king, as we say, it's ein melech bliam. There is no king without the people. So we usually take that to mean, well, you can't exercise your power of rulership if not for having a whole group of, of measly peasants to dominate over. The way the Sifri is putting it is, no, 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 you don't understand. You're only a king because we have elected you to represent us. And your ability to act as a king is only because we recognize that you express all of the things that we want for our people, for our collective identity. And in that sense, the power of Malchut is invested into the individual. And that it's, a, it's only by means of the efforts of every individual within that system that allows Malchut itself to come to fruition. So again, that's really step one of understanding Malchut Shabbat Malchut. But as I said, it's more than that. Because the ideal sense of what it means to be a melech, what it means to be a leader, is a deep desire to take it far beyond the parameters of your own local jurisdiction. In other words, the melech, the leader, desires that the constituents of his malchut become themselves leaders in their own right, melachim of their own dynasties, bringers of entire new ideas into the map of the world. And that's why we refer to Hashem as not just the Melech al-Kola Aretz, but he's the Melech Malchei HaMlachim. We praise God in that he's the king over kings of kings. Right? The, the, the translations don't do it justice because it's too wordy in the English. But really Hashem is a king of king of kings. Because in the world you can have kings and you can have kings of over kings. Kodesh Baruch Hu is a king over all of them. And we take that as a praise of Kodesh Baruch Hu. Not as a as a diminishing, or not just as we're not just happening to be throwing that idea in there. That's praise to Akadosh Baruch Hu because Hashem desires that there should be leadership in its own right within this world. That Akadosh Baruch Hu is empowered it, that we're not not all just these measly, meager servants of Akadosh Baruch Hu making our way in these isolated little worlds down here. But Hashem desires that there should be self-organization, self-determination that people should come collectively together and discover values and ideals and coalesce around those. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be our greatest fan in backing us along that journey. And that ultimately we should become leaders in our own lives. And I think one of the beautiful psukim that we, that we come across just a few weeks ago at the, in the Tochecha in Parashat B'chukotai 
is at the end of the positive promises of the the reward aspect of the tochacha, the if you follow a Kadosh Baruch Hu's will, so after listing the litany of rewards and incredible divine assistance that we'll receive from a Kadosh Baruch Hu by listening to his will, it closes with the following words. So Hashem says, I am a Kadosh Baruch Hu, the one who took you out from the land of Egypt, from being slaves to them, and I broke the yokes that were over your backs, and I walked you with your back upright, says Rashi, with your backs held high. And the idea, and that's how Baruch Hu closes the positive aspects of the Tochacha. In other words, Hashem is saying, what do you think I took you out for? Think I took you out to be slaves to another service? I mean, it, from one form of Abdu to another? Yes, of course, we describe the relationship that we have with Hashem is that we are the Avadim and he is the Melech. But Hashem didn't take us out for us to have our backs crushed in another position of subservience. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out, as he said at the beginning of, of giving us the Torah, that Va'atem Tiyulimam Lechet Koanim Vegoi Kadosh. We were brought out to be a kingship of priests. And as the Gemara says, that all of Israel are Bnei Melachim As the Gemara in Shabbos and Samach Zayin, that we had not too long ago in the Daf, that Klal Yisrael are innately princes. And that the dream of, of the king is that each one of his princes should become their own dynasty, should break off and, and become in its own right, flourish into the type of leader that the king originally was. And so this is why we have at the end of the Mishnayot, in a, a beautiful closing Mishnah, at the end of all of the six orders of the Mishnah, at the end of Mesechet Uktzin, the Mesechet ends with two beautiful closing Mishnayot at the end of the Mesechet. And the second to last one is that Abu Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Asid HaKadosh Baruch Hu lahanchil l'chol tzadik v'tzadik shlosh me'ot v'asara olamot. That in the times that will come, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give as an inheritance to each and every one of the tzaddikim 310 universes. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not trying to hold all of the power to himself. But that if when a tzaddik lives by virtue of his, of his ne'amanut to the cause, the tzaddik be'amanato yichyeh, and he rises to the position of leadership and he leads the Jewish people into the geula, what awaits the tzaddik at the end of all of our efforts is dominion over universes yourself. As the Pasuk says, to give as an inheritance to those who love me, yesh, existence, and their storehouses I will fill. And as the Rambam explains beautifully in his closing comments on this Mishnah, he says that the point of this is that the tzaddik inherits existence. That's what the Pasuk is being brought to say, that the yesh is mitziut, that you, it's not just that a tzaddik works hard and ends up getting reward for all of the, the tsar and all of the investment that they put in. But what waits at the finish line for a tzaddik is existence. It's a kadosh baruch hu. It's becoming one with the source of being. It's everything that you would strive to have a relationship with. 
becomes suddenly your own and you become a master over your own existence. In the same way, so to speak, to borrow the terminology, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is master over his own existence. We become powered with the very energy of creation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu invested within us to begin with. And that's why the Gemara in Shavuot says that Eved Melech Kemelech, the servant of a king, is like the king himself, in essence. Because the servant of the king has full power to act on behalf of the kingship, on behalf of the Malchut, sign documents for the Melech, wage wars on behalf of the Melech, and ultimately the actions of the Eved are themselves reflections of the actions of the king. I want to take this one more step in understanding this uh, this Midah of Malchut Shavu Malchut. And that is that when a Kadosh Baruch Hu sets off into Maise Bereshis, there's no risk factor. We know that it will take time. We know that a Kadosh Baruch Hu is Borei Olamotu Machrivan. As the Medrash Rabban Bereshis says, that a Kadosh Baruch Hu created universes, destroyed universes, but ultimately Hashem's desire for creation, the desire for existence to come into being, that there should be an opportunity for Nasa Adam, that there should be a Bishvil Yisrael Shenikri Reishis, a Bishvil Torah Shenikri Reishis, there was no risk factor at play. It was very much Yisrael or bust. And that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu granted the incredible gift of the instructions for living, and he gave us the opportunity, and that's exactly how HaKadosh Baruch Hu nestles the entire Kabbalat Torah. When we received the Torah, the preamble to receiving the Torah was, you are going to be a mamlechet koanim v'goy kadosh. I am electing you to be a people, a kingship of royalty, of princes, of priests. And it's by means of the Torah that you are going to be able to be brought into that level of identity, that you will reach that potential that you have within yourself to be b'nei melachim, that the point of creation was that you should be those B'nai B'lachim. This is why the Gemara in Shabbos says that had Klal Yisrael not accepted the Torah at that time, creation would have gone back to Tov Avohu. Chaos would have erupted all over back again. If you accept the Torah right now, so we're good to go. The program can keep running. If not, then I will resort you to the chaos and and lack of order that was so much the hallmark of the initial steps of my separations. And that is, I think that the idea that's coming out over here is that the Malchut of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the stepping into the role of Malchut for Yisrael go hand in hand. Because as we say, that by Yom Ahu Yehashem Echad Ushma'achad, and as we talk about every day in Aleinu, that the entire mission of Klal Yisrael here in this world is to bring the entire world under the Malchut of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's only by being agents of Malchus ourselves that we have the opportunity and the, indeed the ability to bring about that global, universal Malchut in the world. And it's built into the Torah as a mechanism for Malchut, that the Gemara immediately continues on and says in Shabbos Peiches, that when Klal Yisrael said Nasa Nishma, we were crowned with crowns of royalty, that two Malachim came down for each and every member of Yisrael and gave them two Kesarim, one for Nasa and one Keneged Nishma, that Klal Yisrael Pshuto Kumashmo, 
elevated themselves onto the Madrega of Malachim, that Malachim without the Aleph, that we were kings, we were priests, we were elevated into the role of leadership within this world. And that powerful position of understanding that each and every member of Israel can act as the agencies for Kaddish Baruch's Malchus and Maisib Reishis, and it's by means of the Torah that we received at Sinai that allows us to function as the Melech, just as any Melech has, the royal dictates of how the system works. The Torah is the instructions for functioning together as a Malchus, each individual within their own life, and ultimately the entire world as a whole, to unify the world together and bring everyone into the Malchus Shemayim. I want to close with two more ma'amarim if I can share with you for another few moments. A beautiful teaching from Rav Kook, the crowning glory of our discoveries together. A beautiful excerpt from the final book of the diaries of Rav Kook in the Shemona Kvatsim in the 8th volume. He says a beautiful thing. He says that there is an incredible amount of creativity and expression that went into creation. An unbelievable amount in the most pristine manner of Shlemus possible. Everything But he says there's one little chilek which is missing tikkun. One little part. It seems like an insignificant little portion relative to the entirety of Maisa Voracious. But he says the truth is that in completing this one little facet, the Shlemus of the entire universe is dependent on this Shlemus. And he says, The small little portion that I'm talking about is the human soul. In all of its various capacities and its spiritual dimensions. And he says that this little portion, this little slice of the universe that can constitutes a fraction of a fraction of a percentage of everything that the universe consists of, this is what's given over to Adam to fix and to complete. And he says that by doing this, a human being is created to be mashlim the malchut shamayim, to unify and complete the malchut of Hashem. And that by means of doing this, with this incredible strength, the Adam goes on to, to elevate this lowest, but at the same time fundamental, base aspect of a Kadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus, which goes up, or sorry, goes down at first to lay the foundations of the universe. And ultimately, and by means of this, man affixes the crown and the the ultimate crowning glory of the Malchut of Akadosh Baruch Hu in all of the universes uh, in their entirety. That the all of the purpose of create of creation comes out into its full expression in all of its ideal conditions. From the beginning until the end, the entire thing is filled with kavod, with the honor of creation. And I think that this idea is really maybe a final point, that if we're understanding 
that that small little portion that's given over to us, which is really the entirety of my Sebaratius, no big deal, but the entirety of my Sebaratius that rests between the shoulders of an Adam, which is the Rosh of a person, the opportunity to, to perfect the human condition, and by means of perfecting the human, human condition, to plug us back into the entire flow of my Sebaratius, that the Sof Maaseh, that that final act of humanity to be mashlim, to say yes to creation, which is the nasev inishma, the answering yes to the desire to create, which as the Ramchal writes, is the is the l'shamro of Adam in, in Gan Eden, the desire to work the land, to bring creation full circle, the desire to be committed and invested in being metakin maiseberachis, that small little role that we have is all that it takes and indeed is all that we're called upon to do, to perfect the life that we have, that's given over to us, to recognize our lives as being b'nei melachim, that we've been empowered by means of the Torah, that we have the incredible instructions for living, that we've been granted the opportunity to return to the source of everything, that right here, laying at the foundations of the universe, at the rock bottom of the entire Hishtalshalus, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has emanated from the beginnings of the Kav of Tikva, that emanated out from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Matsuri Rishon, the source of all of existence, that all HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted was for us to bounce back the message, to act as that as the return for that frequency that Hashem sent out. Yehi Or, could there be light? And we have to answer yes. There can be light. It's right down here at the bottom. And we desire to return back to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as the Medrash says, Ilu hayu Yisrael osin tshuva filu yom echad. If Yisrael would do teshuva for one day, miyad hen nigalim, immediately they would be redeemed. We're not waiting for anything. The responsibility is in our hands. Umiyad ben David ba. Immediately the Malchut Mashiach would be here. Malchut in the arts would be complete. If we could finally after all of the journey that we've been upon, hear the call of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into my Sibiratius. Becharta b'chaim leman tichyeh. Choose life. I've given you the instructions for living. I've placed it into your hands. I've appointed you as a mamlechet kohanim v'goy kadosh. And I only ask you, return the message back. Say, vayihi or, let there be light. Let the world be mashlim the malchut of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And by means of that, as we arrive into a Shavuos, as the Medrash says, that it's not only Bishvil Yisrael Shenikrareshis, Bishvil Torah Shenikrareshis, says the Medrash Rabbah, it's Bishchus Bikurim Shenikrareshis. That the first fruits that we bring on Shavuos, when we live in Eretz Yisrael, when the dreams of creation have been accomplished, when we're standing there in the presence of the Kohen, in the makom of the creation of the universe, as the Medrash says, the accretion stone, the, the place where everything comes from, and we can stand there and we can say, I'm finally home. I've returned back all of the potential of my Sebaratius. I've utilized my mind and I've connected myself back to recognize that where else would I rather be? but the place where it all began, and to come back as the Adam, and be Mishabeach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the place where it all started, that in the same way that Adam HaRishon gathered all of the species of the world and said, come, let us praise the one who created all of us. We come back together as an Am, as an Uma, as Ke'ish Echad Belev Echad on Shavuos, and with, with the product of the earth, 
the finest fruits, and we come to Akash Baruch Hu and we say, yes, we're home, we've been Shav, we've gone through creation, we understand what it takes, and we're here to be Mekabal the Torah, a new Belev Shalem, each and every year, to stand once again at the foot of creation, at the foot of Sinai, and decide together that we'll say Nasev and Nishma, and we'll choose the life of a Mamlechas Kohanim Vegoi Kadosh, and Bezrat Hashem, it's not too late, it doesn't take that long, to come back together as an Umma Shlema and greet the Melech Mashiach together this upcoming Shavuos in Herabiyameinu. So I want to thank you all again. Thanks so much for joining together with me on this journey and uh, exploring the Midos together. It's, it's really been a privilege for me, much more probably than for you. And uh, wish everybody a Chag Kashu B'Sameach, all the best. It'll be Zoha to, uh, to bring our Bikurim together in the very new, near future.